3: Welcome to the Vibrant Living Network. Have you ever wondered what is possible beyond possible? What is the thing you've been wondering and inquiring about? Are you just feeling stuck and don't know why? Are you thinking or are you seeing seeing allows us to expand and have this other experience we want to invite you for that wake up call we want to invite your spirit your soul so to be more alive more connected glenn brooks has been a life coach for over 33 years author of divorced to patterns not each other an explorer of what is possible he has worked with people all around the world join us for a wake up conversation a dialogue with you We will have some of the most interesting contributors. We will be talking to some of the most interesting people and have some of the most resourceful teachers, wisdom-filled people from around the world join us. Share your voice. Ask the questions. Become free of the know into a new world of possibility. We are going to talk about all the things you wonder about, how to live, how to heal, how to connect, how to love, how to be seen. Your life is precious. Enjoy it.
1: Hello, I'm Glenn Brooks. It's wonderful being with you today here in the Vibrant Living Network. I want you guys to exhale three times. Exhale three times. Welcome. I was just, I think it was 20 years ago or something, I was reading an old book, it was called Future Shock by Alan Toffler. I was just appreciating that when things move so quickly, it really impacts how we breathe, right? It's like it feels – so the sense of overwhelm and overload has – our breath gets dysregulated. So I'm going to share with you a quick practice, and then I'm going to introduce you to the team. And um, so the quick practice I did yesterday, which I want to encourage you to do, um, and and as you do this practice – you can inhale, you can, I want you to have a sense of that color, the rainbow color, because the rainbow color is all about optimism. So what I did is I went to the field, which kind of is a, it's a beautiful field that I go to that's, uh, with the stream and the woods. If you listen to David Sinclair at Harvard, he's talking about the number one thing you could be doing is, is movement. Movement, he's a longevity expert and also about immunity. We're gonna get into that today. So what I do is when I practice my practices, I, I practice everything around an infinity movement or a circulate movement. So I brought my weights. I have two 10 pound weights. And I started to do these circular movements. And when it does, it kind of frees up my, my mind. Because the infinity movement had someone call me yesterday from the. There you go. <laughs> well, welcome, welcome, welcome. I mean, I want to welcome our general of uh, vision, the anthropology, of, the, the anthropology and inquiry into this big, big place of health. She's an MD, a former professor, a colleague of my hero, Dr. Valerie Hunt, who was a scientist that studied energy healers. Here she is today as a soul doctor, medical doctor, intuitive doctor, and always sharing something that's buoyant. And the the, the words for today's show, it definitely has got to be, um, what's the word? Brightness, right? To be able Mm -hmm. to be bright, right? Welcome, Dr. Gail Randall. (laughs)
4: <laughs> thank you, Glenn. I'm not sure yeah. if you said I, that I talk about bland things, but... <laughs> no, I didn't know.
1: I didn't say that. I did not say that. I, I've been accused just, of saying that several months ago, I but I didn't say that. I
4: know, I don't personally. But anyway, what yeah. I wanted, I just want to take this opportunity to thank you, because this is one of the bright spots in my week, you know, to get mm. together with all of you, vibrant exemplifiers and wisdom people. It's just so loving and so, you know, incredible for me, too, because we're all teaching each other and we're all learning and growing together like in an exponential fashion. And it's because of you, Glenn. You brought us all together. And I just want to honor you for that and your wisdom in being able to pick the right people. So thanks
0: so much
1: for that. Thank you. You know, my biggest vision is to offer... Thank you.
0: Mm-hmm. That goes Thank for you. me as well. Thank you for Thank being the mouthpiece for that, girl. <laughs> Thank you for bringing us all together.
1: Yes. Well, you know, oh. it's...
4: Uh... I mean, I just love you guys so much. And it, it's a chance for all of us to, you know, express our highest soul expression. And we get to do it together. You know, it's just so much fun. And it, it's so real, you know, and we can help other people at the same time. So... That's my bread and butter.
1: Anyway. Well, I want I to th- send, send an impression. App- thank you. First of all, I want to send my appreciation to Chris at Home Times Radio. When I first met him, it's over two years ago. I said, you know what I want to do is I want to develop a network and to continue what I do so that these vibrant resources and people could turn their lives into a vibrant story and bring other people into their lives. Because a lot of what we run on is, is sort of like counterfeit. It's not real. And I was, I was saying to Lisa this, this morning that one of my heroes was, was a, a publisher. Thanks, Chris. It means, means the world to me what we're up to. We're expanding our network in a big way. We're putting a summit together in August. So one of my heroes was Bernard McFadden. He was the world's biggest publisher. And I was saying to Lisa, you know, there's politics and there's policy. And I learned this from my son, Michael. So policy is the implementation you know, beyond the personality of things that matter. And I realized early on in my life, I read Bernard McFadden. So as an example, he was the world's biggest publisher, and he also owned restaurants in New York City. And during the Depression, he made real food available to people. People could go in there for a couple of pennies and eat a good meal. So the, the thing right now is, is, the, is the policy implementation that makes life better and, we're, and that we're more connected. And obviously, the, ag- this, the agricultural department is a big deal. That if everyone had access to real food, it would be so huge. And we, so they, every day they hold a press conference and every day they need to talk about food. Every day they need to talk about the quality of our lives. So we talk, everybody is now, everybody's an expert on soap washing. I'm thinking about holding a vibrant soap, wash, soap washing uh, challenge. But so the thing is, the other things we need to do is we also need to clear intimacy and closeness in our day and move in in our day. And so the, it's just that the message is so, one-sided, right? There's one, you know, it's, and it's very on the outside. And when you have an outside message, your nervous system, I said I, would, I was talking to Alicia about this. So our nervous system is always tracking things. Are we safe? Are we going to make it? Are we going to survive? It's always tracking. But it's very rare that we actually let down. That's why the breathing, the exhale, is to, is, is to exhale during the day and just a, a imagery of, of the rainbow. And also that the the policy, you know, is the policy implementation, like how do we really take both its education about foods and the wonder of, of vibrant cuisine and, and, and also social value. That was the other thing I wanted to kind of get in today. So the original topic, we're going to have Kathleen on today, Nagy, and she, something came up. I, she's not on with us, but we we're going to talk about um, how to raise your frequency, how to raise your frequency through movement and sound. So let's, first of all, let's, let me introduce Sherry Marquez, who's our dog mystic. I have a special mission with sherry today uh welcome sherry the dog mystic everything you didn't know everything that you've always wondered about (laughs) i just stepped on a water bottle that was that crinkly sound um everything you've wondered about about uh or you suspected about your dog and you, you know some people they have the sense that the dog is it means so much in their lives and yet it usually isn't covered in the realm of just dog training it's really covered in a more intuitive realm, that's covered in a mystical realm, a realm that's sort of out of the everyday rational. And yet, people whose life have been saved by the dogs, whether it's spiritually, emotionally, and physically, they want to deepen that connection. So we're gonna have a second with you, Sherry, on how to deepen your connection with your dog. And we're gonna be featuring a note to uh, a, a YouTube star actually, who just adopted a puppy in Texas in the last couple of weeks, and. He just got the puppy, and I thought it'd be fun to talk about his puppy, David's puppy, and his fiance Juliet, because they do this video, and I just thought it'd be fun to bridge audiences. So we're going to send him a copy of the show we're doing today, and I'm going to talk to you guys about how to send something out that's irresistible. Right. So this message of the dog mystic, and also I want to bridge this with David, who just got a puppy and brought it brought it back home, and uh, I thought that would be part of our mission today as we talk about how to deepen our connection with our dog. And by the way, I know that, that Chris is a, a dog lover, and uh, it's fun talking to dog lovers. I always love talking to people about their dogs, because they usually tell me something that's usually a pretty significant lesson, or the feeling of them talking about just feels pretty wonderful. So welcome, Dog Mystic.
5: Thank you. Welcome. I am so yeah. grateful to be here, and um, thank you for um for reaching out to me a year and a half ago and, um, and bringing me on the team and creating this bond. I'm totally
1: grateful. I love it. And, you know, I do want to say, I, I, you are my paper route. So I had to cover your house and I did. That was my paper route joke. You know, that's how I learned to be a coach. I learned to be a coach. I had a paper route. And for some people they would linger and, and I have this conversation with them. And somehow in that conversation, I would come around, I'd come around into their houses, and they would have their eyes would be a little brighter. So, getting back to brightness, I had we had a conversation which I could, I wish I could release. We didn't record it. I had a conversation with um, Dr. Annie Rosenfarb about seeing people travel the world to see him around their eyes and their whole well-being. But we talked a lot about the rediscovering of brightness. That when people's healing comes to the surface, their their creative spark, they have a sense of brightness. And what we were originally discussed this morning was how to raise your frequency through sound and movement. And so I want to say that as we talk about sound and movement, that's my relationship to dogs. I feel a sense of their sound, the way they move and breathe impacts me deeply. And it raises my frequency to be around them. That's it. It's just it's just, and what's in that is all these experiences. So the whole the whole mission with dog mystic is how you share your story. And to develop this other conversation and resource, it's kind of like imagine, – imagine when you're in a room, right? You're in a room, and the conversation tips a little bit, and people share experiences they're embarrassed about, they're awkward about. One of my heroes was – there was two significant people growing up. One of them was a guy named Jack Schwartz. So Jack Schwartz was a – I think it was – he was a freedom fighter. He helped Jews. Uh, he was in – I think he was in Holland. He was a freedom fighter. Anyway, the Nazis captured him and they would beat and whip him and he didn't know he didn't he didn't really know what to do about this he was a prisoner but as he consciously forgave them this is going back to this is the idea of frequency and sound of healing but as he forgave them his wounds would heal instantly instantly he had no scars so when he when he left the prison he, he he went to the united states and he went to the manager foundation and they actually studied him so he could not only heal those those wounds instantly. But he also similar very similar to Wim Haas, or Wim Haas, if I'm saying his name correctly, he's also known as the Iceman, who similarly could actually ingest toxins or viruses and reverse them. So he was the first person and one of his big themes of was uh, you know, you are what you say, you are what you you are what you you are what you emanate. If you emanate a certain something, if you put it out there, it becomes part of your life. And so, you know, my experience with dogs and particularly this one Rottweiler sort of changed was a big game changer. So we're gonna go into uh you know, we're gonna go into we're gonna reach out to David. It's called How to Beast, name his name is Video, He's a YouTube star. And we're gonna talk about you know, in this in this time having a new puppy, a new dog, and also I'm gonna talk about what I like about Dave's YouTube channel. I want to acknowledge David and Julie for what they're doing. And, and his um, name
5: is is David Delas
2: numbercasino.com number says over 21 by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details it is Ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woo a hand clap, or a high-fiver. I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at
1: ChumbaCasino.com.
2: No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Fair
1: okay, I'm going to count on you for that name. So I've been I've been sort of catching David I got, I got and when the name,
5: he's, don't worry about it and then you oh, got, thank you, you got, I like that uh, yeah 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 all that's of a really reasons.
1: you know like it you like, <laughs> it's a powerful service by the way um and I want to I want to well, well first of all welcome 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 I'm glad, I'm honored you're here the 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 mission is so powerful it's so wonderful um thank you. again especially especially now that everybody's uh, I don't know there' on some level, this this future shock has occurred so quick that I think that for a lot of people, the best thing you know they could be doing is he's doing that exhaling. I'll be doing that again later today. I'll be going to the park and I'll be exhaling and I'll be what I do is I lift my weights and I look to the sky because I, as I see the sky, it expands my mind. And as I do that, I reach I reach deep into the earth with the, with the bottom of my feet. So when we exhale, we, we were resetting up our, our nervous system, which interestingly enough happens when I'm around dogs. So dogs actually naturally live that. Unless you, you know, you you you, you domesticate them so much they can't do that, which is talked about in this little book. It's called Crazy Dogs, Crazy People, Crazy Dogs. So don't, you know, basically if you allow your dog to be, they'll always, get, they'll always share this with you. And so we're going to talk about that in our segment. I want to... Uh, welcome and acknowledge Lisa LaRose, who's, she's definitely a gift. She's definitely been assisting and a close family member for many years. So I appreciate very much what you do, Lisa. And and, and really in some ways I have this this vision that feels so wondrous sharing of vibrant living. And I'm still discovering, and I really, so the word for me today, if I give one more word to everything, is total vulnerability. Cause in the last few days, I just, I had someone I, I cherish and love and And they gave me such it, they gave me the kind of feedback that melted me down. I was just sort of like it was such strong feedback. I didn't know what to do with it, and slowly it came to the surface, and now there's this other sense of respect and love and and i and one of my one of my i guess say one of my close mentors was just saying that he he just did a group with of people he just did a group of people for seven days and the key thing, and these are all leaders, people with very high social influence. And he was saying, he, he just said that being vulnerable with them was the most powerful thing he's ever done. So this is a moment that vulnerability is such a, oh, I don't know, it's such a medicinal, beautiful thing. Like, I'm, I'm just seeing it again that, that, you know, we think power is this thing to get to, but really the beginning of power is vulnerability. You have to look at how it allows power, not true power, not force, it's, it's vulnerability To be as genuine as you can be and be willing to let others kind of sense be where they are. Now, Gail said something last week and welcome, Lisa. Welcome.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I just wanted to to comment real quick, Glenn, because, you know, you were talking about movement and also the, the nervous system. And um, I don't know if you've ever seen standing in line, you might find yourself doing it. You sort of you're, you see people sort of shifting their weight from one side to the other. That swaying motion, well, that swaying motion actually helps pump the cerebral spinal fluid. And, you know, it, and I think that when we get disconnected um, through, you know, nervous trauma or stress, that we sometimes. You know, we need we need that sort of as self-care. And um, you know, Kathleen couldn't be with us today, but you know, the the brain has different frequency states, you know, and, and Gail, I'd love your um input on this, you know, the alpha brain frequencies, the theta, which is very deep, you know, the the monks tend to achieve the delta brain, which when we sleep, you know, we go into that level of consciousness. But I think You know, and, and getting back, you know, to the nervous system, you know, nerve cells are electrical cells. So we don't really think of ourselves as electrical beings. But when our nervous system is overloaded, when we have a lot of, uh, you know, chronic negative experiences, it really is detrimental to our health and to our prosperity. So, you know, if you can do the simple practices such as, you know, the, the rainbow practice or some of the other um, attunements that are exercises that you've been given and the wisdom that has been shared, you know, it really does make a difference to, to the body and really your stress, your heart rate, your blood pressure, you know, you can increase blood flow. Um, to all the cells and and really change your experience so um you know i just want to thank you glenn for the reminder of of movement and how important that that is to us
1: i love what you said i love the swaying that that's so beautiful and so um that's beautiful i love simple and yeah. that's just so right on and simple, God. I, I want now I, I want to acknowledge. I want to acknowledge. You, I want to acknowledge something you said, Gail, that totally transformed me last week. Okay. But it was sort of in private, so at the risk of sharing something that was private, but I have the feeling when I share it, you'll be very happy about it. So should I take the risk?
4: Go ahead. <laughs> I
1: can do. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, Sherry. That was. I want you to keep that music going. That was really good. Thank you, Lisa. So, what's what's been a dilemma uh, since the start of? I call this the Twilight Zone, or I don't know what to call it. So much has socially shifted for so many people at such a rate. You know, like like it's such a, it's like landing on another planet. So one of the things that I feel is going to keep us saner and saner. I just had a wonderful, con- small conversation with Chris before the show. It's sort of like, what are the fundamentals, you know? So last week, I had this conversation with Gail. And I realized there's been all this controversy about to mask or not to mask. Like, why are we wearing masks? And for some people, I mean, literally, every I, I don't know about you. I don't know what your experience is. I want you guys to share about this. But I was someplace the other day, maybe a couple of weeks ago. And this guy literally had a he had this face shield on. He had rubberized underwear on. It was long underwear. I mean, he literally was like it was, it was like he looked like a stormtrooper from like Star Wars, you know. And I'm thinking, wow, that is quite we got to give outfit awards, you know. I wanted to tell him if I was a germ or virus. I wouldn't come near him. I'd be scared just by the outfit. So Gail said something last week that was so striking to me. She was in a conversation at a retail store that had food where she said the staff was incredibly leisurely and totally ignoring social distancing. No masks. And and she spoke to the you spoke to the manager and said I wear well, this and gloves. Like,
4: oh, you want to tell the
1: story? Go ahead.
4: Yeah, it's my story. It's, like-
1: <laughs> it's your story. That's true. I, I was. I, oh my god. Okay. I, I guess that. I guess Lisa should. Girl, she, you know, she'd be able to tell the story. I guess. Yes.
4: So There were these yeah. young people that were clumping, and this is a health food store. They were, you know, clumping, and I, I call it yeah. clumping, and I call them COVID idiots. So if they're <laughs> clumping up. You know, they can give it to each other, right? But beyond that, my store where I'm shopping, where they could breathe it on the food, you know? And Mm -hmm. I didn't think it was good for them that, you know, they could give it to each other. They could give it to other people. They had no masks. They had no gloves. They had nothing. They were sort of arguing whether they were going to go to this party, but they didn't want to feel judged or something. They were actually standing in front of something (laughs) I wanted to buy. So I said, could you let me shop here, please? And they backed up six feet, which made me realize they they understood what they should be doing. Mm-hmm. And then I went to the back of the store where the manager who I know was standing in front of the yogurt with one of his employees, also no mask, also no gloves. And I said, "Oh, could I get to the yogurt, please?" And they backed up six feet. So when I got a chance, I went up to the the manager who I know. And I said, I'm wearing this mask because I love you. And I think you should give us the same courtesy. Also, you're creating a very bad example for these younger people here. They need to see you in a mask and gloves, which is what we're being asked to do right now. And um, he he said, you're right. And so I saw on Instagram a few days later where he's standing with his employees in the middle of one of the aisles with masks and gloves on with their arms up like yay you know so I guess it made a difference. So I was
5: happy wow. about that. That's awesome. you just your words are just made made the manager realize like you're right. There's no reason why like his his decision was um was ruining it for for all the the employees and and everybody right. that was in there, mm-hmm. so good for you. Yeah. Anyway, that and was a good that thing, was- and
4: you know, I can I just share this, Glenn? Is this a
1: sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes,
4: I just wanted to share. There's, you know, five factors that determine whether a person's going to die from the COVID virus. Do you guys know about this? So no. those five factors, and this is a, a known thing that they know from watching so many people die, although the the actual death rate is low for, I guess, a pandemic, it's it's below 5%, but if you're one of those 5%, you know it's low. And we all know somebody that's been touched by this. So the five factors are obesity, diabetes, anxiety, and depression. Immunosuppression, age, and a pre existing respiratory illness, which sort of makes sense. But if you take those five factors and you overlay them on what we've been talking about, how to create a miraculous healing or accelerated or quickened healing, they're all canceled out. You know, so if we can change our perspective 180 degrees to our illness, and, and see it in another light instead of oh I'm going to die oh I, this is going to this is going to there's going to be a gift in this if you can change your lifestyle and and diet which is huge because that covers diabetes obesity and if you can change your perspective 180 degrees that addresses the anxiety and the depression if you can take a few supplements that might help out your your uh, I- immunity. And I put that up on my Instagram, what the supplements are, like in February, I think. And if you have an openness to something greater, spirit, God, you know, to the one mind, that's going to address all those factors. We can't get less old, but we can get more healthy for our age. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be with being open, innocent, open your heart to, to healing, and having that spiritual connection. And then, of course, community and family always help, so stay connected. Right. So So, if you can do all of those things and put yourself in that place, which you can do now, you're going to be less likely to be severely affected by this virus.
1: It's a a wonderful opportunity to take a, a crisis and really turn it into the blossoming and in, in Chinese medicine, they talk about the springtime, to turn this into a new springtime of well-being and to let your full, I love what Lisa had to say, Let take these moments to, to, to let this be a springtime for vibrancy. Stay with us. Your life's precious. Enjoy. And I'm Glenn Brooks. Great being with you today.
3: The Real Conscious Connection. Om Times Radio. IOM-FM. Host your show on IOM FM, the radio network of OM Times Media, one of the more recognized brand names in the conscious community, and is backed by the extensive marketing reach of OM Times. Hosting a show on IOMFM immediately connects you with our extensive dedicated community.
0: I'm Kathy Williams, host of Sexy Mom Abundant Life Radio Show on Thursdays at five PM Eastern, two PM Pacific. On the show, we explore living abundantly in every area of your life. Ways to let go of limiting patterns
4: and beliefs and to
2: 18 plus
0: Half into the flow of creativity and possibility, knowing you are supported by the universe. A social distancing tip.
3: Putting distance between yourself and others is critical to slowing the spread of coronavirus. So here are ways to stay in contact. Without the physical contact part. Call, send a text, set up a video conference, post on social media, dedicate a song on the radio. If you have symptoms of fever, dry cough, and shortness of breath, call your health care provider before going to their office. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part, because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council.
1: Hello, I'm Glenn Brooks. You're listening to the Vibrant Living Network, so a shared story, a shared vibrant story, so this earlier this morning, this woman said to me, "She said, and stay healthy." She, and I realized it was the ninety percent that she didn't say verbally. It just felt so good. So when you're around people, and you could use your voice and your movement and your being. You know, take a moment because we're, we're in this precious thing called life. And we, when the perception of threat comes up, is to participate more. I want to in, invite you guys. I'm give about our, our number. So if something was said today that's moving you as we spread. And open up. We're not spreading the virus. We're eradicating the virus. We're actually eradicating the thought virus of fear and over an over emergency state. So what Lisa was saying about swaying swaying in line, that's re respirating and recalibrating your system. It's a very significant practice. And the beautiful thing about these practices, they take they take sometimes fifteen seconds to minutes. Um, it's an example raising your hands. Raising your hands and moving them just in a figure-eight motion. Just do these simple things and having a, a vibrant vision, which is all about what the Vibrant Living Challenge is about, which I'm going to share with you more at the end, towards the end of the show. I want to give out our number. If, you have a, if you're moved to share something that energizes yourself and others or you have a question, call. I want you to call us today. So it's area code 202. This is the Vibrant line right now for you. Five seven oh seven oh five seven two oh two five seven oh seven oh five seven. I got some calls and some texts. Some texts from you guys. So call in. Say something. Be brave. Be brave. Or as I know someone someone who's close to me says, Don't be foolish. Participate now. Don't be foolish. So there's a picture. This is Zen painting. It's very famous Zen painting. Tell me if you any of you guys, my team members have seen this painting. So in the painting. It's at a a beautiful restaurant and there's a fire. And what you see is the patrons, everybody's running towards this one exit or these really small doors. And there's a few people just sitting and noticing and seeing these other openings, whether it's windows or places they could leave. And the people that panic, they get jammed in the doorways together, right? They get they're frozen. And the idea is that seeing this is one. of. Someone said to me yesterday, she said, I think you're listening right now she said well i want to, in my life i want to be seen and recognized as being irresistible so these these irresistible moments in our day where we, what we begin to see and that seeing is both practical and inspired right? it's practical and inspired and we share that together we open up a new place and that third space by the way the third space is a space that's different in home or work and it gives us almost if you like almost like another oxygen pack um, I'm seeing the UPS man come. He's not wearing a mask, uh, Gail. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to track him down with my mask. Um, someone's put doing a humor project, by the way, around, around this. They're doing a humor project and how the culture is responding. So humor is another resource. So stay, stay light-footed. Someone asked me to go to Whole Foods the other day and just, just engage and play with people. So this is an open question, and it's from the book The Awakened Tiger, Peter Levine's book. It always sticks with me because... Because of that work, aspects of that work, it really impacts me. Because sometimes, and I encourage this in people, and I've had it, I've had it happen where I was, I was going to Whole Foods one day, and I had done this workshop on intimacy, and there was a woman from the training in that workshop, and we became at first we weren't friendly at all. I violated, <laughs> She she stood up in front of the room and she said, "There's two things I don't want you guys to ask me about," and and she goes, "One of them is my my experience in Hawaii." And the other one was my relationship to food analogies. And she said it in this very, very serious way. And this is opening night. Opening night was to share with the rest of the group things that you were concerned about. Now, there was one other woman that really struck me. Her her teenage son had passed away in a car crash. And she said, if I cry during this weekend, it's not going to be because, you know, I want you guys to know. I just lost. I lost. She lost her son. So with her. Of course, being the. Being the, being the, being playful and playing with people is something that's strong. I, I kind of asked her about her diet. She got very angry at me. And she gave me the finger. And as she did that, her friend whispered in my ear, she goes, it's her stuff, not your stuff. And I said, I, w- I look back and I said, thank you. Well, one day, six months later, after, she, after she, you know how, you know, when you're kind of angry with someone or you want to avoid them, like we socially saw each other, but, but we never interacted. But now, now it's six months later. I'm eating, I'm at Whole Foods. And I had, I'm having a raw salad. She comes over and she goes, she asked, I guess she asked if she could sit down with me. She told me how wonderful my salad looked. And I thought, this is fascinating. We had this like mini grievance. but grievances are the most significant doorway to have holy ground together. So holy ground is sort of like when you put the grievance behind you. So she got really close to me after this. And I started hopeful one day and she looked at me and she said, it's been really, really tough. Could I cry around you? And I said, Absolutely. It was a summer's day, and she cried incredibly loudly. Like everyone looked at us, and it was one of those days I wanted to be really okay. low key. So, giving other permission to be themselves and to let them express, so I practice that as often as I can. And sometimes it's not as even if they ask me, but I could say I could see if they're angry or grumpy. They sometimes just need permission to be in a way that they don't know how to be. Right? They're just overloaded. So, one of the why Gail's comment about. <laughs> about the mask was so relevant is in my life, when I put my mask on, I feel extra inspired because right now one of the confusions is who has this virus or not, when people are contagious or not. So part of why we're wearing the mask is to protect other people, because we may not even have it and we don't know. So I think the social awareness of it was, was a, a beautiful contribution, Gail. Um, all right, so I talked to, I talked to Sherry Marquez, the, the dog mystic about irresistibleness. What makes something irresistible what makes something irresistible? We're talking about. I said to Sherry, I said I, w- I want. I said you have this wonderful wisdom to share with people, and I know this guy. He's got this. How to be a beast? How to be a beast goes up to four hundred thousand people, and it's basically David and his girlfriend. You know David's full name, Sherry. This is where you're going to be the star of this. You're going to say David's full name. It's called How to Beast, and it's basically his his journey with his with his girlfriend, and how to build this deeper social life and go past like you know lack of confidence and. And so last week's oh, the current episode is is we're becoming parents. And I, wa- I was telling Sherry this morning that I want to connect with David and introduce you to David and Julie and talk to them about to share some of the secrets of the dog mystic that could put them in deeper harmony with their dog. And and also because I just really like what David's doing. It's sort of it's sort of this one of a kind adventure he shares and gets sponsored by all these different people. And it's just I just it sort of came to me. So true love happens in the spontaneous. True love happens in the spontaneous. So I wanted. I said on the show, say we're going to write him a brief email, one that we aired the show and acknowledged his full name and the name of his show. And you said, I will take care of that for you. So now this is your moment to do that.
5: David De Las Marinas. One more time. David De Las. <laughs> Moreno.
1: Okay, and it's called How a Beast. It's on YouTube, and um, I admire the YouTubers. My brilliant son is one of them, who basically design formats that give people. I mean, right now the commercial media is ridiculous, right? It's just ridiculous. It's it's a repetition of the same message. There's nothing for the most part that really contributes to us, and so I appreciate. David's journey of kind of going in his own life from a challenge with confidence in his body and all of a sudden sharing this wonderful journey with you. And I love Julie. I always feel your contributions are just so good, Julie. You're the you're the silent uh, hero. You're so good. I appreciate your, your voice, you're, your sharing of your own experience. And so I just appreciate them. I appreciate them. And they've been sharing what it's like to live in quarantine. And they shared their road trip to get the puppy. So we're going to feature you on the show, you and Julie. And uh, and Sherry's going to going to give you she wants to contribute some of this unusual wisdom around dogs with you that can make your life not more in tune because you refer to your dogs as many people do as uh, the new the new puppy being a brother of the other dog. And so we're sending you this this tape as we go out today to our whole our vibrant living network on the Ohm times radio. So, Sherry, what do you want to say to David and Julie? Introduce yourself as a dog mystic.
4: Hello. And you can say,
1: yeah, everybody else is listening in, too, so.
5: <laughs> of course. Well, that's what I was going to do,
1: so. Please, please, I'm just...
5: <laughs> um, My name is Sherry Marquez. I am the dog mystic. And um, David, and I apologize, your girlfriend's name. I believe Julie. Julie, Julie. Julie? Um, yeah. Congratulations on your new puppy and bringing in uh, another dog with, uh, to introduce this to, to your other dog. Um, it's exciting and can be stressful at times just because a, a puppy is, is, is just like a baby. Um, a dog's mind and a child's mind are almost exactly the same. So if they know they can get away with something, they're gonna push it for everything that they can. And sometimes with the, um, with the older dog, the, if the older dog sees that the puppy is getting away with all the stuff that he, that he or she is not allowed to, to get away with, then um, then they can start regressing and getting and, back into their old habits. So it's extremely important to get off on the right paw <laughs>
0: um,
5: <laughs> to, <laughs> just, to, um, just to create good habits. That your your older dog is is used to. So first thing that's extremely important is to keep the dog on on keep the puppy on on a watch or confine. When you can watch the the dog, then the dog is is with you. And it sounds silly, but if you have the dog on a leash inside the house and um, you know you put it underneath a um, the, the table, a, a table leg, you can put a belt on and put the loop of the leash through the belt. So the dog is with you. So you're not like holding on to the leash like all the time. But the reason for that is just so the dog, the, the puppy can't sneak off and start chewing on something or go to the bathroom. And when you can't watch the dog and it's even for one, one minute, if you have to go to the bathroom real quick and it's that one minute that the dog is like, Oh, you're not watching me. All right, cool, perfect. Let me go to the bathroom. Let me, let me bite on something. So they just take advantage that, like, you know, that you're not paying attention. So within that first minute, or like you know that minute, or that you can't watch, confine with if whether it's a crate. If you're not if you don't agree with crates, then you can use a playpen. If you like, and playpens are all different sizes, or you can confine them in a in a hallway or a certain room. There's many different ways of confinement. A crate is not a bad thing, but you know everybody has their own their own choices choices there. Um, but watch your confine. So it's extremely important just so um, it releases releases the stress and damage to shoes or um, accidents to clean up. So so again, congratulations on the puppy. And um, it's
1: very exciting. Congrat by the way, congratulations, David. I know you just went to uh, and Julie that you guys just went to four hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube. So congratulations, congratulations on your life, and also definitely congratulations on your your marriage. Or that your, I saw your proposal to Julie. It was great. I appreciate it a lot. You were a uh, god. You're in this wonderful part of Mexico, and you guys were on the beach. And I just, I just, you know, so love the experience of love comes from the spontaneous we cannot rehearse we need to live this pulse and the vulnerability of living it is 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 challenging and new because we often been taught to rehearse to be our, to be this thing called ourselves and the problem with the challenge i have and i love joe descenza's book title which is um this is new book title it's all that uh what's that This new book title lisa My, thank you what a great title Yes. Yeah. Breaking the habit of being ourselves. Right. So go ahead, Lisa.
0: No, go ahead. Oh, okay. Okay.
1: Okay. I just, you know, Breaking I thought the, the lead. Yeah. And I want to say what's so relevant about that is that what we call being ourselves is often an accumulation of habits and defenses and armoring. Right. And the thing about it is, is that to be in a vulnerable spot, to be in a vulnerable spot to risk and allow something new and so to allow something new that's why Lisa's exercise about swaying see it's something new a lot of times we're monitoring ourselves right so we're we're more scared of embarrassment than feeling vital energy so to feel vital energy and to give ourselves permission is an honor for ourselves and others so to break the habit of being ourselves and to break the habit of of the way we usually are together Creates another experience, or it gives the doorway to intimacy. Right? So intimacy is such a healer. So as much as I appreciate, and I do, I practiced I mean, my neighbor came over last night. He, I, I love my neighbors. I drive. I've helped my neighbors. I have driven them places. One of them had gotten a, a, a DWI, and or he was drinking, and I would drive them. And one day they had this horrendous fight in my car, and I was thinking, I'm not going to take these guys again because they they flip out and but as I got closer to driving them home, they both said to me, they just love me so deeply. And it just touched my heart and made me I really appreciate them. So what's been happening is every so often, they, one of them comes over. And I said, well, I made this promise to my daughter and I, I, I just need to honor it. I said, I, I cannot drive you right now. And he always thanks me. And it's such a, it's such a beautiful moment when you could share something. And the person, he, didn't, he doesn't perceive attack. Like he, does, he he knows I'm telling the truth. So, I was very imp- inspired. me and Joe decided to share a mutual teacher. And my teacher, how he would say it is that you know we need to we need to feel things real right now. So right now, feel yourself healthy. See and feel yourself well and and break the habit of being yourself by watching what you're about to say and and don't say it if it's if it doesn't ring deep, and at the same time, Take it like I, I guess you could say what happened over the last forty-eight hours. I I had some a conversation. I was close with someone, and he needed to say something that was really strong, and it was really strong, you know. And I I just stayed as vulnerable I could to what his his message was, and what his message was. And there was some level. It was it was it brought up some different. It brought up unple- It brought up feelings of fear and and um, but to hang so to hang in together. To practice what I might call sort of this practice of relational presence, so this relational thing that we, you know, we allow something. So I I realize when I work with speakers, people want to be courageous speakers and vibrant speakers. The the thing that stops them is they they monitor themselves. So to break the habit of that, see the habit, see the habit. I, I I how I do this, by the way, is I take I take people walking and I have them just practice jumping and feeling the heels and feeling feeling themselves so they're not just being mechanical, right? So, this, so breaking mechanicalness is one of the most significant things we, we do, could do uh, to, to allow our, our systems and our lymphatic systems, right? Our lymphatic system is is the pump. And you act, so I make it a point every day to jump some as well. It's another little secret, just a few minutes, just kind of just lightly jump, right? Sort of like don't be an adult for a little bit. Break the habit of being yourself and all other people to break the habit of being themselves. And particularly during a time right now, which I'm speaking to you, there's a lot of people that are having significant emotional breakdowns. It's it's almost like their whole world, the perception of their world has changed so quick they don't know what to do with it. So this isn't, you know, when I started Vibrant Living, I realized the purpose of Vibrant Living is to put us in deep touch of vibrancy as a way of life, the frequency, the sound, the awareness, and to amplify that for ourselves and others. And at the same time, that vibrant living, um, it eradicates or it purifies the, the suffering and stagnation that, that could be when we don't break the habit of being ourselves. So the vibrant living challenge, this challenge I have invites people to really practice this together, to do the practice. So no matter what I tell you, it's going to be the practice that you feel and that you give to others. So the permanent practicing, by the way, is to exemplify other people. So when I practice, I feel like I go out and I do my circles, my my infinity movement. And then I work with people who want to write a book or something. I'm I'm, I'm speaking from my own experience of what happens when I do this practice, because I don't know until I do the practice. And then later today, I'm going to go do that again. I'm going to go stand in the field and take my weights, my 10-pound weights, and just raise them above my head. And as I do it, I feel and notice. It's not just mechanical. I'm kind of getting a sense, well, this is happening. And how does it affect the movement of my eyes? And my toes, okay. Right? So it's sort of this, this check in. And it's wonderful to do it with a partner. You could do it, you could do it, you know, eight feet away from each other. Oh, I had a question for Dr. Gail. Gail, is it is it relevant to wear a mask when you're in the woods, or could you totally relax and not have? What's your take on this? Because I saw this, I saw this woman the other day. She was so striking, She had amazing red hair. We we're, deep, we're, deep, were on the field together, and she was wearing a mask. And I, and okay, my education, until you until you correct her to tell me I'm correct, is that you don't need to wear a mask outside in the woods. Is that true or not true?
4: Depends on how close you were getting to her.
1: I was about eight. I, no, she was probably at least 14 feet away from me.
4: If you can do social distancing, mm-hmm. and you're like relatively in the woods, you don't have, okay. to
1: have a mask. Okay. All right. So I, I, I wanted to check, you know, because somehow I didn't go to UCLA to become a doctor like you. I just it didn't occur to me. It, it seems like it seems like that was such a strong path for you when it was a path for you, and I guess it's a blossoming path for you.
4: Still my path always what's that always will, still my path always will be i'm yeah you know yeah. I'm, i never stop learning it's 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 right. like a zen exercise for me is to learn more and more and more
0: well, and that's why you're a medicine woman and, you know you mm-hmm. inspire people through so many different aspects and, and you've chosen the path of integrative medicine because you do tune into wisdom from so many different avenues and if uh, people haven't visited Dr. Gale's website. It's a, really it's a wealth of information in your blog and your Instagram. And, and so, thank you for that and the resources that you put out. Um, I don't know which yeah. is the best, most recent to send people to. Is it your Instagram or your your website?
4: Both, because they're different. The the website kind of shows people what I offer. And my Instagram is a daily update on a specific subject.
1: We're going to be covering...
4: ...message often.
1: We're going to be covering um, more around... Su-
4: so we're going to be covering more
1: around sound healing.
4: Is DRGMRandall.com is my website. And my Instagram is Dr. Gail Randall, Dr. gail Randall.
1: So it's simple. Mm-hmm. Sherry, go ahead. The dog. Look about the dog. But thank you, thank you, Gail. Thank you, Lisa, for being so in tune with the big, the big view, and having a big view and distinguishing it. Like giving out, you know, Gail's resource and those five tips today were just great. And so here's the thing: when we have fear, we get frozen. So the sign of illness and what some people call trauma is frozenness. So these exercises, and also becoming aware, like the five things that go talked about, and implementing them, it stops you from freezing. Because the level of dissemination of information, not wisdom, is such that I don't know. I mean, I don't know how people don't catch post-traumatic stress from watching the news all day. Please stop doing that. Go out and walk. It's it's really because I, I see you guys, and I I emphasize if I, I think I was talking I was talking to Lisa last night. If you watch literally five to ten minutes of the news, which is not the news, it's rehash stuff, and it's delivered incre- incredibly uh, ignorant. So with, in the news, so the difference seen vibrant living or vibrant media is that in the news, it focuses on the outer events that shape our world, right? The outer events, the fires, the diseases. The purpose of vibrant living is really to get you in touch and have an experience of vibrancy and wonder and what conditions and how to bring that from the inside out, from the inside out. And um, to pick one thing in the paper that you could personally impact. So I want to say, please go off the news. Please limit it. It's just, it's you know, pick something that the something that's uh, has some, some some intelligence to it. Most of it doesn't. Most of it is is too much. So go to Dr. Old Randall's you know in, Instagram and learn about the five things and take media breaks. Take media breaks. And, and make it a point as you socially distance to experience intimacy, it's six feet away. You know, you could wink at the person and you could tell them, God, it's so it's it's such a it's a you know, one of a kind, really appreciate people's health. So I see the imagery when they move. It's such a miraculous thing. Movement. I'm on my trampoline as I speak to you guys right now. I'm bouncing. So it's just it's just a miraculous thing that we're kind of exchanging. And then all of a sudden it's threatened. And we get spooked, but beyond the spookness, to see the health in others and to recognize it and acknowledge it. Like, you know, and that takes like, you know, half a second. So I will, I will make it a point today to, to play with some people. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like my friend, my friend wrote a book. Called, it's called uh, Play as If Your Life Depends on It. So we don't need sports, but we need, play is essential. Right? Play is essential. So Sherry, go ahead and give the, the dog mystic. She's alive and well. She's spreading her message of the, of the hidden things that make your relationship with your dog more wondrous and creative. It's incredible. I didn't know this right now, but my hips want to do a dance. I don't even know it. You know, I want you to feel your body right now. Really, there's parts of your body that want to express and you don't even know it. Thank you, trampoline. Cherry, um, go ahead and give out your website. Go ahead and give out your website.
5: All right. so um first i just to send, send my regards to everyone everywhere around the world and um we will get through this um and i'm grateful to be healthy and and my family and friends are healthy as well and um my deepest deepest condolences for any anyone that has has lost their lives but I am um, I'm, I'm sending my energy out, my my healing energy out there. My my website is thedogmystic.com, and my Instagram is uh, Smart Paws Academy. So have a wonderful weekend. Thank you.
1: Well, Chris, Bye. thank you, Gail, Dr. Gail Mano, Thank you, Lisa, deeply. Thank you. Thank you, Sherry. And thank you, David. And Julie, you guys are great. I love I love how the beast. What a inspired format. And thank you for taking a risk. It takes a risk to do something and make a contribution. Take that risk. Feel blessed. Acknowledge others. Live strong and well today. I'm Glenn Brooks. I appreciate it. your life is precious. Enjoy it.
5: Thank you.
0: Bye. Thank you. Bye.